know myself pretty well. Sorry, I dive into funny. relationships like like swim, like fucking swimming pools, man. Which is to say that I don't dive in so much as I fall in. So um, you dive into them like something you're supposed to dive into. Yeah, so it's like a healthy thing you <laughs> learn. Like it, you take practice, but then you dive. No, no, no. no really like I, I line myself up to dive in, and then instead I slip, fall, crack you my head on it. the pavement, and then like slide into the water. Like slowly, oh, okay. like. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly how it is. Um, so, you know, my initial fear coming out of my last relationship was that I would die alone, and that passed pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first. Fuck, I'm gonna die alone. Um, that was my initial fear. That passed pretty quickly because, like, uh, I have been like meeting a ton of interesting people that are really kind of fun and exciting. And so Saturday night, I went out to this West Coast thing in on the West Coast in Kirkland. Yeah, what is so like? What is West Coast for the oh, non-dance community so, so, people? So, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> West Coast swing. Um, it's like it's like normal swing, except you do it on being, the West Coast. What? No, instead yeah. of well, yes, you but can't. also no. This instead is getting of being like for me. <laughs> all right, so normal swing is very bouncy. West Coast is like if cool kids did swing, and it was super smooth and sexy. Yeah, just, yeah, just like so that, Cameron. Like, like, like a cholo. That's West Coast, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I, I go out. I go out to this thing, and I'm having like I'm having a pretty good time, and like I'm getting a bunch of compliments on on my dancing, which is awesome because like I've been really self conscious about my ability to be shitty at West Coast, um, and I start talking to this lady who looks like she's mid twenties. And, you know, I'm having a really good time talking to her, and she's super into dancing with me, and I, like, find out some stuff about her, and uh, we sit down and talk, and she's like, she, she, uh... She's like, hello, my name is Lola. (laughs) Yeah, Lola, that was her name. Um, (laughs) Lola. And Lola, Lola Lola and I are talking, and then she's, and like, she's clearly attracted to me, and she's a good-looking lady, and I'm like, all right, 20-something, and she stops and she says... I have to tell you something. I'm young. I'm 19. And I go, whoa, okay, hold on. Right? 19 is young for me. Like, 19 is younger than I'm normally, like, willing to go. Um, But at the same time, like, I don't want to just be a total asshole about it. And I figure, like, it's rude to judge a book by its cover. And, you know, maybe I'll talk with this person. Right? What if the book is Mein Kampf? (laughs) It's still rude to judge it by its cover. Um, okay. What if it's an unprinted book, but it's all just <laughs> yeah. like blank pages, and it says that on the cover? What if oh, it's a well, book th- of John Cage's poetry? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can judge that book by its cover, but this was not that. This was like... Sorry, just like to a, be clear. So I, 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 say, I, I say, you know, okay, well, I tell you what, let's like sit down and talk sometime so I can get a better sense of who you are. Uh, and like... Not just be like weird age, blah 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 blah. So like the night ends and I go home and I get this weird like this weird sense where I'm like, you know, something's not quite right in this situation. So I decide to Google this person, and up comes an actor, an actress profile that's like 17, and I'm like, no, no. And uh, now I feel like I have to check IDs whenever I go out. Wait, so she was it's... actually 17? Yes, she was 17. 
Um, and wow. I now feel like I have to check IDs whenever I go out. And it was a very uncomfortable thing for me. So, yeah. Back oh, to so waste. that's that's why you have 17 and 19 written on a Right. The only thing in my notes right now are the number 17 circled. You can see it's backwards in the camera. And the number 19 x out. Perfect. That explains Which a is, lot. Which is just a summary of that story. <laughs> the summary of that story. Not 19, actually 17. Be careful out there, guys, because young people don't look as young you know, as they are. You know what this tells you, right? You should judge well, a book by its cover. That's definitely yeah, what this yeah. says. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. You should look at a cover so, and be like, that's shitty cover art. I don't want to read that book. Yep. Just like or, or like, that's badass, let's go for it. So, yeah, it was a really weird experience. Uh, I don't feel super comfortable with the not not being told the right age. That felt really, like, scary and manipulative. So, uh... Yeah. Are you sure? Wait, as an actress, she might be lying on her actress profile. That's more common, too. I, uh... I have reason to believe otherwise. After banging, you asked her straight up. Did not, did not bang. No <laughs> banging like, involved. There was not a single bit of banging. And she's like, oh yeah, no, it definitely is. <laughs> not even a little bit. Backed away. Like, uh, s- sent a very polite message that was like, hey, so I saw this thing. And you should know, like, that's super fucked up. And, like, potentially very dangerous for you and, and whoever you're, like, trying to get, get with. Uh, uh. Yeah. Um, so that was that. <laughs> it was... I don't know if you guys have had that experience. It's really unsettling. It's really unsettling! I don't know if anyone's I actively out seek out that experience. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> guys, someone tells me they're 17, I'm like, you're 19. You're no, yeah, no. You go the other way. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> welcome to the shirtless board. The shirtless yeah. board. The shirtless board. It is so hot in Seattle that I have elected to record shirtless. And upon seeing that, Ted immediately discarded his shirt, and then Camden followed suit. Yeah, it's pretty hot in here, too. Yeah, it's pretty hot. I'm up in an attic, so it's pretty warm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this is I'm good. I think this is this is a good step chest. for the podcast. It's I think we should maybe yeah. always record shirtless. What do you think? We should I'm down. Sound, sounding board vote? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Rock we the should. vote? Shirtless? Why the hell not? Yeah. That's a thing. Great, great. Get out there and vote, people, and vote against shirts. Yeah, vote shirts against shirts. Knock those bitches <laughs> yeah. down. They're oppressive. <laughs> Solidarity. Yeah, especially the starched ones. Knock them down especially. Yeah. Yeah. They rub my nipples the wrong way. I'm not into it. Allergic to shirts 2016. (laughs) Guys, we are here this week to talk about the hot collabo between Fantagram and Big Boy. Big Boyga's Big Daddy Sax. Big Daddy Sax. Did you say Sax? Sax. Like Sax with a CK or like Sax with an X? He's got... No, or like sax with two or three X's. Well, I mean, like either the first X's. one or the third one, clearly. Yes. He does not have a saxophone. Well, I don't think he has a saxophone. He might have a saxophone. A That's like, I don't know. He might own a saxophone. I've got a lot of instruments for someone who doesn't play so, any instruments. would you say that big, he's a saxy bastard? At least surely he has sax. He's yeah, he's got like sax appeal. I don't know sax. if I would call him a bastard. That no, I mean, cool. like, That's rude. I don't know him well enough. Yeah, I actually the, like the name of the album. 
And Big Boy goes, is a pretty cool guy, I hear. (laughs) The name of the album, the hot collabo, is Big Grams. You see, they just took the first part of Big Boy and the last part of Fantagrams. That's that's Oh, shit. I was, I like, Googled that shit. I couldn't. I was like, this is going to be a bunch of weed rap. Yeah. God, and also the art, like, big, look the, at all the these album art looks kind of like a, sec- a couple sexy ladies who have been turned into a Grammy. Yeah, a little bit. Or a gra- um, yeah, big Grammy. Yeah, man, <laughs> it was a, uh, it was an interesting weekend. Like last week, I I probably went out to dance like six times in seven days, which was a new record for me. Uh, oh, I stayed super damn. busy. Go for um, the seven. Six isn't enough. That's weak shit. Yeah, I'm trying to do seven for seven, but it's it's hard, okay? Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll have a, a Josh's Single Life update on the next podcast, I'm sure. Um, it'll be very exciting. But uh, I've been... Ain't done I've shit. I've been listening to some stuff. I've been listening to some stuff. <laughs> Thanks for that input, Ted. You're welcome. <laughs> what you've been listening I'm... to. I've been listening to stuff. I uh, we talked about Good Kid, Mad City last last week. Um, every week, and every week <laughs> yeah. it comes up a lot. But I found myself going back to that album and just finding new things to love about it. Like the the thing that stuck out to me this time through was I fucking love the part on Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst, where the guy says, "And if I die before your album drop, I hope." And then there's a bunch of gunshots. Hmm. And that yeah. verse ends. Yeah. Fuck, that part's really intense. Um, that was the song that got me into the album, was because of that, that part. And then the, the I'll never fade away, I'll never fade away. And it just like slowly. It's so fucking yeah. poignant. That song is that the song best is... on that album, as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't know that it's my favorite, but it's way better than I gave it credit for. Like, that, al- that song is really, really fucking good. You know who that um, is at the end, right? Who is it? Rosa Parks. Really? Yeah. Wow, I, I did didn't not know, know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, uh, That's what I've heard. I guess, I don't and know why I, I never looked up who that was. I was like, I wonder where that comes from. Yeah. I fucking... The the one for me, the the track off that... For, the, this, the feature off that for me has changed. For a long time, it was, uh, it was J-Rock on Money Trees. But, like, now when I listen through it, I fucking love MC8, dude. I love his verse on Mad City. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a good one. Um, so I listened to that a little bit. I uh, what else did I hit up? I didn't get that much. Oh, I listened to clipping. We talked it's about clipping, bitch. Oh, which one? Riggle. I listened to Riggle. Hell yeah! That's a fucking cool album, man. Yeah, isn't it? Damn. That is some shit. I was way into that. That's album. what I was going to talk about this time. Yeah, I forgot. I was going to do the episode. same thing, so that yeah. worked out. Yeah. Well, let's shit. talk about it. I don't want it. Riggle is dope AF in caps. <laughs> yeah. That's a yep, dope AF. It's yeah. hot fire. Get your fire emojis ready. Because yeah. fuck, dude. Um, the no, second it's, track? It's, it's really cool. Uh, they always have really... You should go listen to their two albums. Because this... I uh, should point out this is an EP that's kind of like come out in... It's kind of like a holdover till their next album, which is actually supposed to come out before this year is over. Yeah, I, heard, I remember you mentioned that. That's length. exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, Clipping is like, it's uh, the rapper is David Diggs. He's now most famous for being in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside and... of the, the, the president. He, he's <laughs> yes, necrophiliac. Was... It's like a whole <laughs> thing. 
yeah. that's why Dallin was taking so long because he's in jail because he got caught. It's a really... Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, no, and Hamilton is forces. really dead. So that's that's like a whole <laughs> yeah, level. Not even President Hamilton. Yeah, no, it was a bad decision, but he did put out some good music. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. But what I'm I really saying, like... I was, I really, I was finished because it's not just okay. him. Okay. It's because right, the producers of Clipping are a very, very, very important part of it. Yeah, they're definitely important. Um, so both of them are, they are like, both like experimental noise artists. So, uh, like their first album, which is still my favorite, uh, Mid-City, is like, all the beats are almost entirely made out of just like slabs of static. <laughs> and like, uh, oh, wow. Shit. it's like <laughs> really intense. But the thing I like about Clipping is like, they're so like pretty heavily experimental with how they make their beats but like it doesn't go it doesn't turn into something like super weird i think like it's pretty like very clearly in like within like the range of hip-hop for sure yeah like they go for like a solid like hip-hop sound with like just unique uh ingredients yeah it's really really easy to Um, listen to and enjoyable and then uh yeah so then their second one they were like the second they were the second Hip hop group signed to Sub Pop after Shabazz Palaces. Oh, they were about. number two. I thought it was yeah. uh, uh, the Satisfaction. No, I remember talking about this now. Ignore yeah. that. Whatever. Yeah. Don't. I think. It. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they had a great album in 2014. Um, that kind of the production style kind of diversified a little bit. It wasn't just all like it wasn't as much of just like slabs of noise, but. They would do really interesting things, like on work work, it's all like sounds from, they sampled from like rolling tin cans around in like a tumbler, and then mm. like sampling in different ways. Oh, that's, so that's cool. like That's like their methodology, is like, I think what they do is like, any sample they use has to be, um, well, they'll like sample songs and stuff, but like anything else has to be something they go out and like record themselves. So, yeah. Uh, like on the track Shooter on Riggle, they just recorded themselves shooting like different, like 30 different types of guns <laughs> and then made all those sounds into a beat for the song. Yeah, I went back um, and listened and to they, that after you told me, and it's so yeah. great. <laughs> it's super yeah. cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, super good that, EP mm. from them. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, that was, that was really strong. I was way into, uh, what was it, Hot Fuck No Love? Mm-hmm. Good track. Good track yeah. name. Good track. They man. haven't done a uh, dirty sex rap yet, so I was happy with that one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I do. I do like a dirty sex rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I wanted to talk about that last week because I I love that EP and I'm like super excited for their next album. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I love clipping. It's super cool. Like I'm glad that you guys mentioned it to me because yeah. I was way into it. Um, mm-hmm. I also. So I've been I've been doing some reading lately. It's been a long time since I've really gotten into reading. Are you can reading. read? Oh yeah, no man. I forgot for a while, but I remember. Holy shit. Um, so I've been I've been doing some reading, and I find that like I like to read to music, but it can't have lyrics, right? Like it has to be the least. It has to be. It very much has to be background noise. Uh, in school, I think I mentioned in the past, I would study and write to a cover, a string quartet cover of uh, songs for the deaf. Um, and I was way into that. That was like my go-to album. But now I don't really have anything. So uh, I went back to Stars of the Lid 
and used uh, Tired Sounds of Stars of the Lid for, for that, and I really liked it. I think that might be my, my reading album for a little bit. Um, that was my go-to study album for it's a several good, years. Yeah. It's a good album. Like I would just that. listen to it on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a two-hour yeah. album, and I would listen to it like three times. That's a yep. long <laughs> study session. Yeah, yeah, you could just let it go because, like, it's weird. But like, when it's silent, that's distracting too because it's all the off-put noise, like the off-kilter noises that that kind of filter in. So I was I was doing that and and some reading, and really those are the main things that I managed to get through this week. Other than uh, we already mentioned, um, some. <laughs> the album we're doing this week, Big Grand. That's the one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. I had no idea where that was going. Yeah. And I, oh, I, I spent some time showing a friend of mine some music and went through a bunch of like our our standards, like Sufjan, the Mountain Goats, things like that, because they hadn't had much exposure to it. And Are you trying to classify those as my standards? <laughs> no, they're they're the podcast standards at this point. <laughs> very um, but those are the major things I uh, I listened to. Um, yeah, I found myself pretty busy, actually. Didn't have as much time to really get into music as I wanted. How about you guys? Camden, Camden. Also, we recorded Camden. two days ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, How about you? Oh, uh, I've been pretty... I've been doing pretty well. I had a pretty stressful day today. It might... Uh, today might have been the end of Black Betty. What? Actually, no. Yeah. What? Black Betty, Black Betty has transmission problems. Oh no! Betty, I the car know. you have had yeah. since I've known you. Yeah, the car I've had since I was sixteen. Eight years. My little '96 Jeep Cherokee. Uh, yeah. So I was leaving the shop today to go. I had to like deliver something to the airport to put it on, um, like air cargo. And I started. Well. I turned the car on, and I tried to get into gear, and it was just, like, grinding a bit. And it always does that. Like, I've always known that my, like, transmission is kind of shitty and would... I, like, I was pretty much looking... Not looking forward to, but, like, expecting this to happen. Um, but then it just, like, wouldn't go into gear at all, so I just tried, like, giving it a shot a few more times. And then, like, I got it into gear, and then it, like, lurched forward several times and then just died. And then, oh, I, no. tried to, then I tried it to, like, start again, and, like, and it was just, like, stuck in first gear. Like, I could not move... The, uh, anything so, uh, at all. So, yeah. So, when's the, when's the funeral? What are we going to do with it? I don't know. I wanted to do a Viking funeral. Yeah, definitely a Viking Betty, funeral. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure how to arrange think we, it. We load it up with fireworks and roll it into the, into the, into the ocean. Put it on yeah, some sticks that's what so I it floats do. around. I want to do something with it. Because, yeah, like, I know the repairs for that are going to cost, like, the same amount it would cost me to just buy a new car. Yeah. So, uh, because transmission repairs are expensive. Those are not easy. They're not cheap. No, that's not a thing like, oh, just pop this off and put a new one in. Put that new (laughs) danger in there, and that's great. So, I may get a new car soon, but... Oh, shit. It was was actually, it could have been way worse. Like, it happened while I was at work, and I'm the only one at work this week. Like, both the guys I work for are out of town. Um, but I had my bike in the back of Black Betty, and <laughs> oh, I called my boss, because I know he has, like, a couple cars, and I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> do you have, like, the spare keys to your car sitting around your house? And he was like, yeah, you can borrow my car while I'm out of town, so oh, I was, that's like, awesome. biked over there, and then got, 
got a new ride. Oh, man. <laughs> it was some GTA stuff. <laughs> yeah, basically. Rip Black Betty, man. That's yeah, fantastic. So, I mean, unfortunate so about Black know. Betty, but that's a great way for that to happen. <laughs> yep. So, poor Black Betty. It's man. been, you know, she's uh, served two terms, though. Eight years. She's, yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, she's been with us as long <laughs> as Obama like has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the exact same time. <laughs> Parallel to Obama's <laughs> presidency. <laughs> Black Betty lived with me. Seeing uh, her in a new man. light now. You should take yeah. a big picture of her, like a really nice one, and get it framed and have it on your wall forever. At the very that would least. be pretty good. Or like, I would really like that. Go. I would really like like a big poster of Black Betty. Yeah, not like not like a standard like like a a commercial poster, but like just a photo you took. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. like take a piece from it'll her. Be like and a, hang it'll it be like a it. shitty photo with like glare in the corner and like... just like <laughs> way overblown up on your crappy cell phone yeah. sort of look or like I, I think it's got to be like as you roll her into the ocean and she tips forward and it's just the back of her as she falls with like fireworks like shooting off i think so is right by the beach i should just like put it in Do it. or you know if i can get it in a neutral like if it's in first gear, it's going forward, right? I'll just have to get rid of all the identification on the car. Yeah. Scratch yeah. it all off, you know. Yeah. And bleep this entire part of the episode. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Farewell, awesome. Black Betty. So we'll we'll figure something out. I was... Yeah. It was one of those things, like, car problems are always such a huge pain in the ass, and it never is, like, a good time for them to happen, but... I was pretty lucky it just happened in front of my work, so I can just leave it there until I figure out what to do with it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there's um, totally like if that just happened, that like happened. yeah, like if that what if that happened at like an intersection, yeah, like oh would, no, would, yeah, Suck. I've never had that happen. <laughs> it would be a whole thing. I'd have to like get a toad and like <laughs> it would be fucking terrible. Definitely um, not. But anyways, I also listened to some Muzaks. In addition to the uh, the one we're talking oh. about today, oh um, yeah. So some other things I wanted to talk about that we didn't really cover last time. Um, I listened to the new album from Woods, who are like a uh, sort of lo-fi-ish folk rock band who have been super prolific. They release like an album a year, and um, I've always been kind of into them. Uh, and they've had like one or two albums that I really, really loved. And they have a new album called City Sun Eater in the River of Light that I thought was really solid. Um, it kind of works in some cool uh, instrumental bits. Like there's a lot of like, it seems like there's some like spaghetti western influence on a lot of the tracks, <laughs> which is oh, kind of weird. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, they're a pretty cool band. They're not like anything super revolutionary or that unique but they're like i think they're really good songwriters and i think they write really memorable stuff especially for a band that like puts out music so often and this is definitely an album i've like one of my favorite albums from them so far so i'd recommend it if you're into that kind of shit uh speaking of that kind of shit there is a new wilco album coming out in september (laughs) oh the dads of dad rock are back again there was already a new wilco album last year yeah, they're still pumping and, it out. Yeah, I wonder if it's hard to make that much music when you're so busy taking care of your kids. <laughs> I know, right? 
So, uh, yeah, this one, they've like, they never release albums that quickly, though. It's always like four or five years. Oh, really? I didn't know so that. Okay. Like, kind of, kind of, un, yeah, kind, definitely not normal for them. And that well, I wonder called... if all their kids have turned 18 then, and now they're like, yeah, all home, the so kids have, have left the house. Yeah. So <laughs> they got a little more time to, they all get to, chug to do their, together. Their, their little dad band project. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go do your band thing? Oh, you yeah. guys. <laughs> so yeah, I checked out uh, the singles from that, and I'm pretty into it. Like, I've always been super into them. Um, the yeah. album's called Schmilko. Milko. <laughs> Wilco Schmilko. No, Schmilko. Schmilko by Wilco. Oh, yeah. okay. Like Wilco Schmilko. Yeah, oh, <laughs> of course. Okay. Like, Wilco yeah. yeah, Wilco yeah. Schmilko. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also been listening to, uh, Panther Du Prince, his album Black Noise from 2010. Um, it's kind of like a dark, like, minimal techno album that got a lot of attention back then when it came out. And it's always something I've, like, wanted to get back around and listen to, because I listened to it back when it came out and I had liked bits of it. But yeah, uh, fucking bass in your face city there. And uh, panda bears on it, so Ooh. you know how could that not be great? Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you can tell, I have very insightful things to say about everything I'm going <laughs> to talk about. This music good. This music good. Me like. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, I'm excited yeah. about. Okay. I, I'll have to check out Woods because that sounds like something I'd probably enjoy. Yeah, you'd probably like Woods. And I still haven't Definitely. spent much time with Wilco. I'm meaning to one of these days because I'm yeah. sure I'd really enjoy them, frankly. Yeah. yeah, Wilco seems like that band that like I should be listening to because of all the other bands that I listen to, but I haven't really spent any time with. Yeah, so, like they're like the, I don't. I would recommend I if you're going to start. If you're going to start somewhere with Wilco, as a big Wilco fan, probably probably actually my favorite one and i think a good intro is you should check out their live album from 2005 it's called uh kicking television um because that covers like the first half of their discography they do like um a big chunk of all their songs from there and like one of their big things is they are a fucking amazing live band yeah i remember you saying yeah that. yeah yeah so um yeah i would check that one out first because you get like a kind of taste of you know their whole discography up to that point Okay, and then you see okay. if there's like stuff you like, and if the like with the songs you really like, you can go check out that album. Um, they're like really consistent all the way through. They don't have anything that I think is really bad. Um, nice, cool. All right, they have several albums that are like classics for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like uh, Yankee I, Hotel Foxtrot is like required listening. What I was and... gonna say was, um, it's kind of like. I don't know why I didn't listen to The National for years. And I don't know why I didn't listen to Spoon for years. Right. I don't know why I haven't been listening to Yeah, they're to one Loco of those bands. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're hyped a lot, and it's because they're just a really great band. Nice. And if you disagree, I don't want to be friends with you. So. <laughs> Cold. I'm just Cold. kidding. That's the right way to do it. Ted. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so I haven't spent too much time with music the past while um i've been needs it yeah um uh watching a lot of stuff though as i always do um oh yes i know it's very exciting i've also played a little let's not some of those talkies 
what you both said things at the same time, and I was so focused on each of you that I heard absolutely nothing. <laughs> I said, "Let's not kick television." And what did you uh, say, Camden? I said, "You watching some of those talkies?" Some of those talkies. <laughs> I like both of those. Well done. Um, yes, both of them. Uh, well, like last night, for instance, I couldn't sleep for some reason, and it was up to like four in the morning, and I just played something like six hours of Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know. It was just one of those nights where you fall into it and then realize how long it's been, and then, Jesus, I need to go to bed right now. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's interesting, because I give Skyrim I a lot of... Five. Yeah, five. you know, normal things playing. <laughs> Bethesda is always what it ends up being, too. Um, mm-hmm. But so I, I played a lot of Skyrim, because um, I played Oblivion and Morrowind, and we talked on the show in the past about how... Um, it's good, but the the writing isn't very good. Um, no. it's, it's kind of one of its fallouts. And I found um, no. the so what I did the like all of last night was I was working on the Dark Brotherhood quest line. Um, Those are usually pretty good. Yeah, they're excellent. The writing for that like that chunk is really good. Like it's very dynamic. It's really interesting. Um, like it's probably the best writing I've seen in the game so far. Uh, so it's really pleased. So. I've kind of wanted to, like, go back and take back what I'd said about their writing. I think the writing needs more attention, I would bet. But as a whole, like, as an entire storyline, the writing is really interesting. Um, They do a lot of cool stuff. And they do so much stuff that, unfortunately, the, like, the smaller, when you take a microscope to the writing, it becomes really shitty. Um, (laughs) But the the Dark Brotherhood was really cool because... Um, one, I didn't realize they were in this game. I'd wanted to, like, interact with them the whole time I'd played, and I've gotten really far into the game, and I just found them. Um, so I was really excited. But I thought the intro to them was really interesting, because if you played Oblivion, um, the Brotherhood intro, you murder you someone. You had to fucking murder someone. Yeah, yeah. so you, you murder someone, and then they show up when you're sleeping, and they're like, we saw what you did. Here's this knife. Go kill this guy and then report to us um and that's how you end up in the the brotherhood in this one um basically you're wandering around in a town and you hear rumor that this kid has been like really creepy and he may or may not be doing the black sacrament which is how you summon a brotherhood member um and so you have to like break into his house and the kid thinks you're a dark brotherhood member um and he's like please go kill this old lady known as like Galilda the Kind or something who works at the orphanage I live Galilda? at. Something. It wasn't Galilda. <laughs> it was some silly name. We'll call her Olga or something. No, I like Galilda. We're going to stick with Galilda. Yeah, Galilda. I like Galilda. Uh, yeah. But she's called Galilda the Kind, ironically, because she's a big bitch. She sucks. She beats all the kids. She's lame. So he's like, I will pay you the last of my family fortune because, you know, whatever, I'm in an orphanage. I don't care about life anymore. Um, if you murder her. <laughs> Which is fucked up. Um, so you basically, you have to go kill her, and then next time you sleep, you wake up, you like wake up from a stupor, like a drug stupor, and you're in this cabin in the middle of nowhere, and there's a lady from the Brotherhood on a bookcase, and she's like, ah, you've awoken. We saw what you did, and we thought you did really nicely. And she talks to you, she's like, so... Good job murdering that dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way to kill Galilda. Um... <laughs> And so she's like, so I put three people here, this person for this reason, this person for this reason, this person for this reason, I want you to kill one of them. And that's like, 
and then you can be part of the Brotherhood. And the door is locked, so you have to do you have to kill someone. Um, so I, I don't I just chose one of them and I killed them, and she's like, perfect, you're part of the Brotherhood. Um, my fr- I was talking to my friend about this, and he was what like, happened? oh, so you're there too. Uh, so actually no i came they <laughs> i you leave after that and then she's gone and i came back like hours later which in the game is days later and they're still there <laughs> just like looking around with masks on their faces like ah don't kill me so obviously i oh. killed them because i'm ruthless um <laughs> well it sounds my... like you took them out of their misery if they're stuck there yeah exactly <laughs> they would have died um, of starvation but... yeah it wouldn't have been great for those kids no, it would have sucked. Uh, my friend was telling me when he played that game and that happened, he actually killed the lady uh, who showed up, the Brotherhood member, and you can join that way. Um, oh, really? Yeah, she had like really? a or something. Yeah, which is a pretty cool idea. Um, you know, there's actually four options or whatever. Oh, uh, oh secret uh, hidden fifth <laughs> option. And they all end up with you with the same result. Yeah, they all the exact same thing basically <laughs> happens. Um, but it was re- I I'm almost done with it and there was a lot of twists and a lot of like good twists not just like Shyamalani twists. Um, I thought it was really nice. I I'm really pleased. I'm quite proud of them. I've I've enjoyed each part of it. The only issues I've had were sudden glitches in the game. Um, so I had to restart it or whatever, and then really long load times. But other than that, I've yeah, pretty much you're all on PS3, right? Yeah, that's the that's the one that they got the bug on it where if you played for too long, the save file got too big and it stopped working. Yep, I've had that happen a number of times. Yep, that's... I've been playing a game. I've oh been yeah, playing more Rocket League. God damn it! I don't even want to hear about this. There's no <laughs> change in Rocket League. You're a car uh, that's and not you play true. soccer. That's not true. not true. There is a hoops mode now. Oh my god! Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> you can play rocket car basketball. Oh my god! Yeah, so there's that, <laughs> which we could talk about. Um, but yeah, so I and other than that, um, that was like a lot of time yesterday. But for the most part, I I watched a documentary the other day um, down at this independent theater, kind of by my house, um, called uh, "When Strangers Make Music." Um, it's a documentary following Yo-Yo Ma and the build of the Silk Road Ensemble, which is, um, sort of a collaboration of a bunch of master class musicians from around the world, um, that he and some people gathered basically. And it was really good. It was excellent. Um, they talk kind of, it follows just a couple of them. Um, uh, some, some of the, they're not like necessarily more main members of the band, but they probably have more interesting stories and they're more consistently there. Um, there's an Iranian man, um, who's had a really unfortunate life. Uh, there's a Syrian man and they all play instruments that I can't pronounce at all. So I'm not going to try. Um, there's this really cool Chinese, I don't, I don't even remember (laughs) what they're called. I'm not. Yeah. If I had the list in front of me, I would totally try, but I do not, and I will not. Um, there's uh, this woman that it follows from uh, Beijing, and she was one of the first of the um, <clears throat> people uh, after basically the communist fall in China um, or whatever, and she was allowed to make music that. Uh, so she's like a really big deal with the instrument she plays pretty much all around the world. And then there's uh, a Galician woman who plays the bagpipes. Um, and she says Galicia a lot, which is really funny. Um, yeah, so all around, basically, they talk about 
um, their history as musicians, but more of what they talk about is the impact of music. Um, like the Syrian man really struggles with that. He, he talks about the concept that though music is a big part of his life and the thing he loves the most, how does it help people? It can't stop a bullet. It can't feed a hungry person. Really, what is it? Mm. So, um, and I think they address that really nicely. There is the one downside of it, um, is, uh, it focuses on Yo-Yo Ma a lot, which makes sense. He's the more well-known figure. He's an incredible cellist, easily one of the best in the world. Um, very recognizable figure, um, and an interesting and intelligent man. But it has a whole lots of shots of him looking introspective in random locations. Like, (laughs) oh, here's him at the park looking up while it's snowing, just thinking... Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's that part's really fucking obnoxious, but otherwise it's excellent. Um, they make kick-ass music. They they deal with because one of the um, issues that the band, the the biggest issue the band deals with is from people who look at traditionalism in music, and they say the mixing of all these major cultural um, instruments and music styles because they don't just like cover. Um, music but they they create music out of the different sort of impacts from each culture um like there's there's a shot um of yo-yo ma playing uh paco bell not paco bell uh just kidding box taco bell taco bell taco bell's uh taco bell's cannon cannon, (laughs) which is filled with taco meat and uh, (laughs) Uh, but no, it's box cello suite um, number one, which is like the most famous thing. Um, you always hear cellists play because it's great. But so, and he plays a very famous sort of version of it. His version is very loved, and so it's him playing it. And this other Chinese man named uh, Wu Tong, who plays this really fucking cool instrument. I've never seen this, but it's like a mouth organ. Um, it fits in his hand and it's got like a metal base and this like metal tube which he puts his lips in and then it's just like 16 to 30 small black bamboo shoots with like finger <laughs> yeah i said tube i know <laughs> um bamboo shoots with like these finger holds and it makes this incredibly interesting sound and it looks super cool and he just like wanders around going ooh um and so it's him playing that to uh box cello suite as well as singing um, something in Chinese that I don't know what he was saying at all. But it was really beautiful, and it was a cool mixing of the cultures. Um, and so what I was talking about was the flack they get uh, is generally people call it um, sort of cultural tourism, where they... Ugh, sorry, cat roaming around again. <laughs> She's having a nasty habit at this now. Um, where they just like wander by and take snippets of a culture and then like look we're representing it perfectly um Mm -hmm. but it's it's a really cool band and i really am excited to look into them more um and into the artists separately more because they were all just incredible um so there's that i would highly recommend it it's uh when strangers make music i believe is what it's called it's the silk road ensemble documentary would get you that fine um yeah I've watched other things, but nothing I've finished or want to talk about yet, so I'll deal with it. Except I was watching, um, I started watching Netflix's The Peaky Blinders, 
Um, oh, I was talking with someone about yeah, that. Yeah, we were talking to Alyssa ago. about that yeah. at, uh, at the theater conference. It's really good. It's excellent. I, I highly recommend it. I was yeah. even there. Yeah, oh, so we were all there. <laughs> we were Weird. All, Camden was too busy staring at her to, like, contribute and saying, so, girl. What, you mean staring, you, at girl. You, staring at you? Yeah, no, me. She was standing <laughs> next to a mirror, so she it was kind of confusing for everyone else. And it was just me in the reflection. And you were singing that, like, who's that? reflection or whatever song about that's exactly what happened yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's a good show it's excellent mostly i would say um a lot of the music they take is contemporary and it's a really cool whoever's in charge of their music makes great selections it's a lot of nick cave like the theme that plays really? is a uh, red right hand um which is a cool song and then the episode I was watching earlier today, because I've been slowly making my way through it, had a bunch of PJ Harvey in it. Appropriate. Um, yeah, so the music is, I think it's a really cool uh, sort of uh, choice of music, because it's a period piece for the turn of the uh, 20th century. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that sort mm-hmm. of soundtrack. Me neither. It's really cool. I would highly recommend it. Um, I was happy she convinced me to watch it because i'd been eyeing it for a little while the name was just so curious um and i don't know if you heard <laughs> yeah. but the name uh comes what from is... the it's yeah. uh it's the gang is the peaky blinders um and they're called that because they all wear like newsboy style caps and in oh excuse me <laughs> in i burped it was really cute i hope everyone heard that um in the bill they keep razor blades so they like fucking slash people's faces with him um and that's what the name from the show comes from it only happens it's only happened twice i think maybe three times in the show that since of what i've seen which is two out of the three seasons so i i kind of wish that happened more because it's pretty interesting (laughs) but whatever um good show all around mostly it's got really excellent music so i'd recommend that yeah sweet oh i uh I actually started watching the second season of Mr. Robot. Show gets real dark. Can confirm. Gets very weird. Uh, Craig Craig Robinson shows up in it. Craig Robinson. Uh, Craig. Craig Robinson. <laughs> Who dad uh, is? Good. Joey Badass is in it as uh as the main character's friend who has just w- started watching Seinfeld and is like having his mind blown by it. Uh, Why? And... That show's not that good. That's not what we're here to discuss. <laughs> he's, he's, mostly, he's mostly just confused about, like, the show itself. It's not that he's like, oh, this is the best thing ever, but he's like, they have this whole episode about, like, trying to get a pizza, and then they don't even eat dinner at the end of it. They don't even eat the pizza. And it's great. It's really great. He's uh, he's pretty good at it. He's his drug dealer friend. Good stuff. Oh, very um, exciting. Yeah, show gets weird. If uh, you were, in, I know Ted, you watched a couple episodes of the first season. We're kind of enjoying it, but it uh, it goes places in the second season so far. It's intriguing. You gonna you gonna pick that show up, Camden? Uh, maybe. I started watching The Wire. So That's right, that. you did. I've never seen The Wire mm. before. Is it perfect? So, yeah. Huh? Is it perfect? The, the Wire is very good. It's very good. Yeah. Definitely. I'm taking it pretty slow. It's like a it's a dense show. Yeah. Like, there's a lot I, uh, going on. I've, like it's I've watched... you have to like I don't know, I've always thought I have to really pay attention when I'm watching it because it's just like there's a huge cast of characters. There's mm-hmm. like every episode there's like eight or nine storylines going on. Um Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's cool though. 
Yeah, awesome. I'm really into it. I just finished the second season this weekend, so. Oh, Three so you are making pretty good progress. You started yeah. like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's faster than I watch TV these days. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start all two right. weeks ago. Did I? I don't know. Was it? All right, okay. Maybe three. Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Guys, I want to talk about our album of the week. You do? I do. I do. Well, I really, really talk do. talk about it then. All right. <laughs> <Just> stop <laughs> this shit and Stop talk talking about it and talk about it. Fucking <laughs> Big Grams, yo. Uh... Big Grams, we mentioned they were, it's Big Boy of Outcast fame. Big Boy, and please. Big, Big Boy, goes, please. <laughs> Big Daddy Sacks. Um, and Fantagrams. We, we've talked oh. a lot about Big Boy in the past, so let's uh, talk a little bit about Fantagrams specifically. They've been kind of around. Um, oh, and, they've been around. They've been around. They <laughs> they played and toured quite a bit. Um, I don't remember when they got together. It was, I think, 2007, 2007 is what I would bet. I remember 2008 yeah. was when I first started hearing them. Yeah, so they, they've they released a number of records. They've been on a fair number of, of labels. But it was, I think, in uh, 2010. 2010. 2010. Uh, Big Boy heard their, one of their singles. He heard Mouthful of Diamonds in an ad and was like yo this shit is dope and put it on his website as the jam of the week and then uh so so fantagrams is uh two main people it's uh josh carter and sarah bartell um and bartell saw the post and reached out to big boy and then they started doing collaboration so they've done um a couple tracks before this ever came out like they showed up on uh on Big Boy's 2012 album, Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors, uh, on three different tracks. Um, and, like, before that was even out in 2012, he mentioned that they were going to try and do an EP together. And that's kind of what this turned into. Um, the, yeah, the sort I, of dis- I'm sorry, to, since you were mentioning those, I'm pretty sure CPU, which was one of the three tracks they were on, it was CPU, Lines, and something else. Um, was which is a fantastic track. I was really pumped about this collaboration because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, came I, I thought that was a single because I remember hearing it in maybe 2011 or maybe I'm mishearing it, but I remember hearing that and then hearing they were going to be doing a full album collaboration. So I've been really sort of confused once it took four years or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it did not come out fast. But the uh, Fantagram sound, um. It's sort of like it's it's got some electronica to it. It's it's got some pop to it. Um, I think their word is street beat psych pop. Uh, but it's like yeah, it's rhythms. It's guitar like kind of swirly guitars um, and like really airy vocals over it. So like not exactly very what poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly what you think of when you think of Big Boy. Um, right. So. They mentioned this album like <laughs> in two like in 2012, and then released it at the very very end of 2015, and it kind of got a mixed reception, right? Like on Metacritic, if you look it up now, it's got a 61, so not very high. Like there were there were some different reviews that were kind of interesting to 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 look at, like um, 
one of my favorite descriptions was like it kind of leaves listeners with this exhilarating feeling of wow and then sort of like a less pleasing what happened um but then like there's also things that are just like there's no creative expansion here just two different acts trying to shove everything onto a record and maybe get a better spot at a festival right so like very polarized like some people thought it was really cool. Some people thought even, like, the guests on this album, which are pretty high profile, you've got Run the Jewels and Skrillex, um, just didn't do enough for it. So, I don't know. I heard this album at the beginning of the year, and I liked it a lot when I first heard it. And it it's kind of faded on me a little bit. Like, it, it, it didn't really stick with me. It's almost all produced by Fantagram. Um, mm-hmm. Although Skrillex does the final track... And uh, a producer named Ninth, Ninth Wonder, who I'm not actually familiar with, does uh, put it on her. Um, so I, I came back to this, like... And the high points were still high for me. Like, there are still some tracks on here that I'm pretty into. But the whole thing didn't really pan out for me the way that I thought it would the first couple times that I heard it. Uh, so I'd be interested to kind of hear where you guys were at with this album. Who's going first? I can go first. Um, okay. So one more thing, <laughs> I when I was doing research on this album um, that they talked about <clears throat> was that each of the seven tracks is kind of supposed to be representative of the seven deadly sins um, on their website. They're going into that, which is also the picture of the two golden ladies rubbing up on each other. Um, Definitely lost. It's us, yeah. So they have they have a series of seven in- images of people covered in gold, um, sort of representing each one, which is not as exciting as it sounds. I was like, oh, look, a thing. But it's all it is, is it says, oh, it's seven deadly sins. Here's some pictures. Um, it, was, it was pretty late. I was really excited and then very let down, um, which is actually how I felt about the album. Uh, so that's great. Very appropriate, I thought. Um Back in, like, 2012, as I was saying, I was pretty pumped after CPU, because I thought CPU was a really great release. I didn't go back and listen to those ones from that album. I should have. Yeah, I, I think you'd like yeah. it. I think it's it's a little less polished, and I think it's better, frankly. Um, but I haven't heard it in a while. Um, I was meaning to go back and listen to CPU uh, earlier today, but I didn't get around to it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, you know, it starts off the very beginning of Run For Your Life, um, starts off well. I really pretty excited about it. Um, it's got a really great kind of opening line um, and a really fantastic rhythm from uh, Mr. Boigas, um, which is that I need another yeah. lover, like I need another hole in my side of my temple. And it yeah, just like it's a, such a good, such a clean entrance into an album, and then it just it loses me pretty much shortly after in that song. I'm pretty sure, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. I, Sarah Benthal, or Benthal, whatever her name is, um, is a good vocalist. I remember liking Phanograms back in 2010, uh, when I was small, was a big hit for them, um, and I loved that track. I loved the, the album, Eyes Wide Open, or whatever it was, um, and, uh, <laughs> there's one track on that called, Isn't um, that a Creed song? 
I think I'm doing that actually. It's called Eyelid With Movement. Eyes wide open. Yeah, it's Eyelid Movies, not Arms. Oh, Eyelid Movies. It's a very I, really, thing. Yeah. I was trying yeah. really hard to bring up Creed without bringing up Creed, so gotcha. thank you for that. Um, but they have one song on there called As Far As I Can See, which is a great song. But it starts up with this like do 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 this cool drum machiney sound, and then she goes just mop mop mop, and then like mop mop mop. It's really nicely paced. But after watching Archer so much, every time I start that song, all I hear is just mop mop mop, mop <laughs> and like playing with his Aww. ear because of his tinnitus. And it's so funny that that just ruined that song for me, <laughs> and I mm. think it's so great. Um. But, like, the singles on Island movies are really interesting. Mouthful of Diamonds, um, When I'm Small, and As Far As I Can See are really pretty cool songs. Um, but they're kind of shortly lived cool. I Going back to them, it doesn't grab me as much anymore. Um, not just because uh, I've changed my sort of taste in music, but I think it's just, it's kind of, was a short little flare. Um, and so that with her vocals on it i i was just kind of underwhelmed all around um i was pretty bored i'd say uh the start from run for your life is good put it on her was really enjoyable i think the change of um production was nice and it was good to have it in the middle um and then born to shine the run the jewels song was awesome but only awesome because they were there and it was kind of not even that great for them necessarily yeah. which Compare is the saddest part that Compa- to uh fucking banana clipper yeah exactly all the same people are on it's, <laughs> it's like... nothing it's not even worth it yeah. um they have a really cool music video though uh that joe i thought i thought like i like i liked back. i liked the track mm-hmm. with them a bit but i didn't love it um i thought it was like fairly low energy for a run the jewels feature yeah and that's, that's like the I weirdest thought. part like, it's like kind of just yeah. lazy it didn't seem that exciting. Um, the the music video that is a combination of Run for Your Life, Born to Shine, and then something else. I don't remember what else. Um, it's like a 12-minute cartoon video. is really fun. Um, huh. I didn't hear about that. I'll check that Joey, out. Joey sent it to us all a while back. Oh, really? I thought. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah, it was like two months ago or something. I should have brought it back up. Um, yeah, if you look it up, it's, I would just glance at it because it's, or watch the whole thing because it's fun. It's really cool. Um, a nice little part, but it's way better than the song is, uh, which is an unfortunate thing <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, that's kind of where I am. It's, I it was boring. I was not grabbed by it. Mm-hmm. That's me. I, it's interesting because there are different songs that kind of stood out to me. Uh, I really thought "Lights On" was good until Big Boy started rapping on it. Like I like the the music yeah, it. I just was not I into his rap on the track on at all I did not think his verse on that was good yeah, no, like, was... yeah. I thought the track itself was pretty cool I just ugh, mm. <laughs> and then I I liked Goldmine Junkie a lot like that was a track that was, that... That was one of the ones I actually liked yeah, yeah. that was a track yeah. that I liked quite a bit and then I, uh... I'm not sure I really like when she kind of half raps no yeah. I, you know she did okay yeah. It wasn't terrible, but, but it, it was wasn't. Not it wasn't really good great. enough to put on yeah. the album. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I, I like. I felt like uh, the energy of Drum Machine, like Skrillex's production on that, I was into. Um, like it, it had a very distinct sound that I, I was was pretty into. But those were like, 
Yeah, there were a lot of points where there was a lot of promise, but didn't yeah. quite click. You know? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, this, I had pretty similar experience. I found this, like, thoroughly underwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, I think, like, because I've checked out Fantagram before, and Fantagram has always kind of bored me as a band. Mm-hmm. Um, like, their stuff sounds good, and, like, yeah. There's definitely quality there, but I, I don't know. I don't really find much, like, distinctive about them, I think is my main issue. And yeah. the, like, songs don't really stand out enough to get over that for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of felt that with their uh, contributions on here. Like, there are definitely parts that I like a lot. Like, I also really... Like, the beginning of Run For Your Life is really promising. Yeah. Like, it's got, like, thick bass, and the drum pattern at the beginning is really cool sounding. Super and, interesting, super grabbing. Yeah, and, yeah, Big Boy's verse at the beginning is awesome. Um, but, yeah, then, like, the hook, I don't really like the hook on the song. And no, it's just kinda so like, slow it just kinda, like, weird. mellows out from there. And, yeah. that's, like, I have that problem with a lot of Fandagram's music. Like, it just... Yeah, and like when they're writing hooks and stuff, like they just don't really come over for me. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, like I had, I like parts of lights on. Like I like certain instrumental flourishes on there. Thought uh, Big Boy's verse was not good. The, <laughs> the the problem that I had with the raps on this album is that like the ones that were supposed to be kind of sexy were not sexy. No, they weren't like at no, all. That's... Like the line about uh, like like. Put it on her is like it's about fucking, but like yeah, the the, the PVC line. pipe thing, the plumbing yeah. one, or yeah. the like uh, put a baby on her, put a baby in her. Mm. Yeah. Like there's nothing sexy about it. And then there's it, like, right? like I think it's in "Fell in the Sun" when he's like, "And I do mean D." Yeah, like, yeah, super. It's, it's not... so fucking corny. You're just like, it's, really? Come it's on. It's really like the vitamin D thing. Like, yeah. big yeah. boy. I know you can do sexy raps. Yeah, like he's, you I know like you sexy can. Raps. Some low <laughs> yeah. hanging fruit. Come on. <laughs> like it just. And there's one where it's like nasty, nasty, nasty. Oh my god, I was so mad about that. I was like, I was super. Yeah, because there were totally parts where they're like doing like the sexy rap thing, and it did not go over well for whatever reason. It just like it like fell flat. (laughs) Yeah, felt lazy. Like, which sucks because like the beginning of the album is rap, Mm. um, and and like lights on without Big Boy's verse is like. could be yeah, something like that's, really that's cool. That's like a. I thought that without his verse was a pretty good Fantagram song for me. Yeah, yeah. like I liked it more than it. most songs from them. And like I didn't, I didn't like "Fell in the Sun." I didn't like either. Everyone, like all, all the reviews I talked about, were like this is clearly the highlight of the album. They like, all talk about "Fell in the Sun." I was, I was yeah. really confused about that too. Like, yeah, the, I don't like, like that song. The vocal oh, stylings right. on it were not very exciting. Um, yeah, um, I like the beat on "Put It on Her" a lot. That's what it yeah. really was. Was just like that nice, uh, like southern funky beat. Yeah, it was. It was, really it was cool awesome. to hear like a more like yeah like traditional hip hop. It felt beat way more together as a song than the other one. Was, so I didn't was, like yeah, it. I didn't. As, I didn't like, like the song as a whole. There's yeah, there's some like cheesiness and then. Yeah. Was, um, which one was the one where he was talking about being from Atlanta? Like uh, I can't remember. Every song Big Boy's on. Probably yeah. every song ever. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was. It was disappointing, honestly. Like I remembered this album, having listened to it at the beginning of the year, as being better than I think it actually was. And I, I do think there are highlights, right? Like I think if you cut out the good parts, like you could pitch this album really well to somebody. Yeah. I right. I, maybe I. You know, I like it in theory because Big Boy. When I was reading about it, a lot of what people say is, you know, Big Boy as a uh, like, I don't know, paver of ways for rapping in Atlanta as one of the like big figures in Atlanta. Um, he still is trying to do new and fun things. Um, so I like it in that sense, if that's true. But I also like read the Pitchfork review. Right? Yeah, I know. I saw that, <laughs> and I was like, "Shut up, Pitchfork." But it's yeah, and I use that almost word for word, and so that's what they were saying. Um, and I liked that idea, but I more agree with. I don't know. It feels like them reaching for a, a better spot in festivals. Um, yeah, it's it it's really unfortunate. I, th- I think like they had good ideas, which are where those singles on "Vicious Lies" and "Dangerous Rumors" came from, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they had good ideas, but they didn't have enough good ideas to make an album. Yeah, like, it, it thought, sound like it was going to yeah. go much farther than that. All around, I would say, Big Boy in general has better production and rapping on his own tracks, and they shouldn't be collaborating. He should just sample from them. Is what it felt like to me, which is harsh, but that's really what I kind of walk away with. Um, also, I hated Drum Machine. I thought it belonged <laughs> nowhere near this album, which I also I, didn't really. I like. have no idea why that is on this album. Yeah, it makes no. I, I don't hate the song, sense. but I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it's the one for the album. But I, I like listening to it. Uh, not it's all like, the time. I mean, but it's like, wh- like. It's just so weird for at the end of this album there just to be like a fucking trap party banger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> I got my drum machine, apparently. 808909. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused when this when that track started playing. I was like, all right, when's it going to start, you know, doing and you the know, other stuff? Yeah. I didn't hate it. I actually a lot of the hip hop tracks that Skrillex does production on, I actually like. I haven't um, listened to much of the hip hop he's dealt with. He's done, yeah, he's done a few. That and they're just they're always just like loud, dumb party bangers. But like I like I like most of them. He does, but yeah, I I didn't like hate the song, but I didn't know why the fuck it was on this. Yeah, that's more important because I didn't, didn't like the song, like but mostly Fantagram was involved in any way. <laughs> no, <laughs> there was no Fantagram. It's like he walked into <laughs> like, a back closet. It's like, hey, Skrillex, we're gonna make another song. They're like, real fast. all right, we're gonna do a one-song EP and put Skrillex it on. Skrillex came by the studio <laughs> to like say hi, and he was like, hey, you wanna maybe like just throw together a beat for me? You got twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I'm not sure why that's there. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Maybe to, maybe to round out the the theme, there had to be seven songs. Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember what, what, the, what the specific what vice for? is that supposed to be? It yeah, goes through all seven. Um, what I is think... drum machine? Sin of sin of synthetic drums. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the if you go of, to their website, of music. <laughs> the website has it all listed. It's just Big Grams or what? Google it. That's how huh. I found it. Oh, okay. well, we should we should probably know. We should probably yeah. know. Yeah, you know I am makes curious which one that is. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Hold I don't on know if it, it didn't have it. Seven had it like... Deadly Sins. Which trophy will you claim? 
Uh, it doesn't tell you which one is which. I think it, it's probably Wrath because it's a naked lady with a golden chainsaw. That's what the picture. Yeah, I didn't really Drum remember. Drum machine, yep. All right, so the first one is Sloth. Wrath. That's Run for Your Life. They're uh, all in order. Yep. So Sloth, How are you gonna Pride for Lights On, uh, Envy for Fell in the Sun, Lust, of course, for Put It On Her, uh, Greed for Goldmine Junkie, um, Gluttony lust for, every for song Born to there. Shine, and it's that's a that's a is that a, is that a dig at Killer Mike? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what what it looks like Big a sax. Is it because they had two fat rappers on that track? <laughs> it <laughs> looks <laughs> like well, <laughs> the golden go person. The golden person for this is is larger for sure. There are definitely some rolls, and they're hugging a giant like cake stick with frosting on one half. Looks like okay. Gumby. That's what I, when I saw it. Like Gumby. Gumby. I don't know what a Gumby is. Wrath is definitely the, is? Wrath, Wrath is definitely the best one though because it's like one sexy lady on one knee with a gun and another sexy lady standing over her with a chainsaw. And they're going eight oh eight nine oh nine four oh four page not found. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my drum machine. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's disappointing. Truthfully. Yeah, no, I think like, I think this could I think this could have been a lot better. Yeah, and and you can like, see hints of it. Like yeah. that's what I meant by like you could pitch this album really well to someone. Like if I gave someone a thirty second clip of each yeah. song, I could probably be like, check this shit out, and they'd be like, that yeah. sounds rad. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like just give them the very beginning of Run for Your Life, and you could totally get a record out of it, which maybe is what happened. Yeah. Is sort of what happening. Mm. It's silly. Unfortunate. Oh. It happens. Yeah, I, I would. I would be pumped about Big Boy collaborating with a band I liked more. Yeah, totally. Because I I found it hard to get excited initially because I was like Fantagram. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had forgotten that you were pretty meh about Fantagram. Yeah. Which now I totally understand because anytime I go back to, him, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, they kind of go into it. It never pans out though. It's just like really sort of weak vanilla feelings all around them yeah yeah so it's just never really gone mm. beyond background noise for me yeah. it's gotten close like some, i think i think some of the singles are pretty good yeah like, they definitely have good direction like, i'm like blown me away mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i would say the best thing that has come out of this album is that video um so i'd go check that out the Big Rams run the jewels. If you go to YouTube, it's like a twelve-minute cartoon huh. video. It's really weird. It huh. Looks like something that would be on Adult Swim. It's very fun. Okay. Huh. All right. All right. Yeah, I I might have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't see any of the videos. Let's yeah. move on. Let's let's, let's stop Christ. being disappointed. <laughs> let's cut it. Eight <laughs> I think the first time I heard that, I was I just like laughed. <laughs> it's just like it's pretty funny. Oh man, they're gonna say names of drum machines. Perfect. I was I was like I was driving and I just kept looking at my speakers, like what is going on? Did I go to the wrong album? I yeah, I felt that the first time. I was like. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did the album finish and it start playing something else? Very yeah, strange. <laughs> basically, that's definitely what it sounds like. Oh, 
That happened to me last week, like, a whole lot, listening to PJ Harvey, because I kept forgetting that I just had all of her albums on here, and uh-huh. it would keep playing, and then suddenly it would shift and Let England Shake. Yeah, because those have like, oh. a lot of different styles, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really yeah, funny. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. We I think that's... On. I think we're moving on. Call I think it. you have to move yeah. past. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fat, fat nugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, no... <laughs> I uh, I don't have any music news for you guys this week. Woo! Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. No, I don't. Oh, we're good. Okay, we're good. good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Is there anything else we want to touch on before we uh, start to wrap up? I don't think so. I think a shorter episode for our first, our shortest album. Yeah. What the yeah. covered? It's yeah, probably, that might be the way to probably go. fitting. Camden, what Why did you drink that coffee? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you picked the album for next week. I did. Being as it is my turn, I picked the album. This is one I've been uh, listening to a lot recently. Sort of a uh, noise rock, noise pop, psychedelic rock classic. First Mercury Rev album. Yourself is Steam. Uh, Mercury Rev formed out of, like, one of the original guitarists from the Flaming Lips being like, fuck this shit, I'm going to make my own band. And it's going to have Blackjack uh, and Hooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he made uh, Mercury Rev, uh, their first two albums of which are some of uh, the most glorious slices of noisy ear candy ever. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk mm. about Mercury Rev's 1991 album, Yourself is Steam. All right. Next time. Sounds awesome. good. In the meantime, we can be found a couple places. We can be found on Facebook. Uh, in our rooms. Yeah, in our home, rooms. At our works. A shirtless. At our works. Welcome to the shirtless episode again, by the way. Yeah. Well, oh, just yeah. so you know, we've all been we are still shirtless. stroking uh, our chests. Uh, I've been flexing time. a lot. You're always flexing. I know. I never want anyone to realize how little muscle this is. (laughs) You stay swole. You don't get swole. You stay swole. Swole life. Hashtag I woke up like this. Uh, Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook we tend to just use as like a platform to post some dumb shit. Like like the first episode of WMCA Masters. We posted that on there. Um... I didn't watch I it. I don't know what that I is. I didn't watch it. That was the ninjas that <laughs> penetrated the dome. That thing. Um, Penetrated sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was already sexier than Big Boy was on that album. I'll have to agree, actually. I don't want to, but I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am, I was let down by the sexiness <laughs> level of that album. Yeah. Made way more sexiness from my Big Boy. Yeah. Big Boy. What <laughs> the Big fuck? Daddy Sax, please. <laughs> yeah. Sax with a C and a K. Yeah. Uh, we can also be found on Twitter, on Facebook. Email us at soundingboardpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it. Like, we are not shy about that. If we get an email from that person that did not give me her actual age, I would still read it on here, no matter how inflammatory. Great. That would be really bad. <laughs> I oh, would God. love that. That would be so great. Oh, if you God. send us nudes, we'll describe you. It'll be great. No, do not send us news. <laughs> do not do that. Do not do that. That is not Get legal. Us your dicks. 
Not the, not the seventeen-year-old. Yeah, let's correct yeah. that part. If you are underage, do not, do not do it. Don't mm-hmm. listen to Josh. Send us your legal age dicks. <laughs> <laughs> With your IDs, just so we can be yeah, sure. Post your ID, <laughs> yeah, too. With ID check. ID check on all of those yeah. dicks. <laughs> yeah, no. This has been good, guys. Um, we're going to wrap up here, I think. Do you want to... All right, Camden. Oh, I'm Your fantagrams. Oh, yeah, hey. good. I'm big Tag boy. big boy, guys. Yeah, yeah, I uh, got this. And I'm Skrillex. I'll be really boring. I, want, oh, I wanted to do this. Skrillex. I just wanted to all Ready? do drum Ready? machine. <laughs> Go. We just all do drum machine. I'll do dot 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 Have a great night, guys. They're so good. Take care. Bye. Bye.